Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know her from the Dishes and Dimes podcast. It's Nora Zainab. Woo! Yay! How are we doing? <laughs> good. How are good. you? How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We're, oh, we're very so excited, excited to have you. To have you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how are you doing? We we chatted a little bit about um, lockdown. Yeah, you guys are lucky. I'm still here right now because apparently, ten seconds before joining, I was people were talking about how how nice and warm it was in LA. <laughs> Well, I'm looking out my window in Toronto, Canada, <laughs> watching snow pour, but uh, it's, it's been nice, you know, like we're in total lockdown here. I'm not sure about your country and what's going on. I try not to pay attention. It's just, it's just you know, comedic I wouldn't relief. recommend it. No. Yeah. You don't <laughs> Do need to not know. look south. <laughs> it's, Honestly, uh, it makes me feel better, sad. if anything. It's like an ego booster. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice. Every now and then I'm like, I got to check in on my, uh, my below friends and see how I'm feeling. <laughs> but um, besides it's that, chaos. it's good. It's not that. Yeah, it's <laughs> just seriously. total chaos. Um, no idea. Nobody has any idea what's going on. Um, yeah. And yes, it is hot for some reason right now, which is not normal. <laughs> the I, earth is like, please just go away. Like <laughs> We do not want you here anymore. Yes. She's trying to throw us off so just, hard. She's like, yeah, just I'm done expel with all human life. Yeah. And I don't blame stop. her. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm, like, on, I'm on board. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we deserve it after what we've done to this planet. A thousand percent. I think give it back to the animals and plants. We yeah. humans, we've had our run. We did what yeah. we could. We pretty much shit. Like we proved it to ourselves. And at this point, just take the L and, you know, extinct ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. Animals. And while we're at it, let's go back to Pangea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All of the continents just group back together. They're like, this is better. Earth is healing. <laughs> that would make me feel better, honestly. Just Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a very loose lockdown here compared to what you guys are dealing with. I know that the people I know that have been traveling to Canada for, you know, for filming or whatever, they, they're locked in their hotel room for two weeks. Like you get yeah. like some crazy fine if you leave the hotel room at all. Like, so, I mean, you guys are doing it right. Yeah. I, I guess that's the other thing of it too. Like we, they're really, really strict and they want to make sure that they're like adhering by all the protocols, all the CDC demands, everything. Um, but yeah, I know someone who just came back and they barely escaped being put in a facility for two weeks in the Canadian, like Canadian housing and stuff. So even if I'm traveling, let's say, and if I were to come back from LA, <laughs> like yeah. I would be told like, Hey, well, you're not going home. Good luck. Have fun. You're going to go to the, the, the facility for two weeks in quarantine. And then I know friends, in America who are just like, oh, got off the plane, going to go grab dinner with my friends. Oh, tomorrow's yes. work, going to go head out to work. And I'm like, it's just so weird to see two different sets of lives being lived with like just one goal still, you know, like we're right. being told to be yeah. like, if you leave the house, like you're going to be shot on site, like <laughs> stay inside. And for you, it's like, well, like suggestions. Yeah. If you want to stay in, like we would like that, but the malls are open by the way. So you yeah. can do what you want. Yeah, in LA, it's like, you know, co one in three people has COVID here, which is an insane <gasps> statistic. Or one in three people has had COVID in LA County, is what they're saying now. But like, 
they released all these rules and guidelines that were like, no one's allowed to leave their house. No one's allowed to do anything except you want to go shopping. You want to go uh, <laughs> to the store. You want to go check yeah. on someone. Like there's all these exceptions. So they're not enforcing so any it, of it. Yeah. If a cop stops you, just say, look, I'm going to Claire's to get a third stud in my right <laughs> ear. And the cop's like, cool. Yeah. Have fun. That's technically. That's a valid reason <laughs> to risk lives. Yeah, and the tra- the traveling thing, I agree with you. It's insane. People are just coming, ba- like traveling internationally, coming back, spreading whatever wherever they go. They don't give a shit. I mean, obviously, they don't give a shit because they're already traveling internationally for no reason. I guess so. Uh, and just and like for you guys, I feel like uh, like for us in the summer, we everyone who was just like kind of well, I guess it was a little bit safer for us to travel within the country because it's national and everything. So when we were in the summer, we would probably go to like BC and Alberta and stuff. But I've just noticed in the States, it's like for you guys, Mexico is like your Alberta. Like everyone's in Cabo. <laughs> everyone's in like Tulum right now. And I'm like, so no, Mexico doesn't have coronavirus? Like, Oh no, were, it's like, really bad like, there. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah, right? The, the numbers in Mexico are horrible. Like they don't have the infrastructure, the hospital infrastructure to support you know, a lot of people getting sick. It's 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 so selfish and fucked up. Yeah, it's probably it. like America's fault why it's so bad. Oh, there. for sure. Yes, <laughs> it is. We're just like bringing it down in buckets. <laughs> um, and we just got a notification that the U.S. just now made it mandatory to have a negative COVID test if you're flying into the United States. And it's like, oh, great. You're just now making <laughs> just this rule. Now. Yeah, what a great idea. <laughs> you didn't think of doing this in March or earlier? Like a whole year ago before yeah. you could have done something about it. But yeah. now they're like, wow, that's actually nuts. That's insane. I know the the contrast between like our countries and just how we're handling it and we're separated by a border is insane to me. And I, I don't want to like shit on America. Please don't you lose can. any followers and stuff. <laughs> we're okay with it. We do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, we do too, but just politely, not in front of you guys. But, uh, but it's, it's nuts. You guys take everything like a suggestion. It's kind of like, oh, I like, I'll see how I feel. Forget the government or like the <laughs> rules and stuff. I'll see what yeah. I want to do. But it's our rugged individualism. Yeah. 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 It's your patriotism. It's your, your <laughs> rights. We're all your cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> We're lone wolves. Uh, yeah. I did think doing like, whatever I, we want. So I, I am a Canadian citizen and not an American citizen. So at the beginning of this, I did think like, right. maybe I should just go back to Canada (laughs) and ride it out because I'm sure it'll be uh, smoother up there, which of course it has been. (laughs) You guys take it more, obviously way more seriously than we do. But like, I mean, who knows how much longer we have of this. Could be years. (laughs) Don't say that. I'm going to actually start (laughs) crying on camera right now. I'm sorry. I can't take it anymore. I can't do another <laughs> another year. I think I give it max the summer. And if the summer, like the, the vaccine hasn't been distributed the way that it's supposed to be, I'm buying a hazmat suit. I'm getting a hamster ball <laughs> and I'm just taking on life at this point. Like I can't sit in my house anymore. That's I mean, way for, too hard. for us, I feel like summer is like the absolute earliest. And that's yeah. not, we're, we're the way that things are trending as far as like our rollout vaccine rollout it's not gonna happen so i feel like i'm trying to get myself like not disappointed by you know six months from now so i'm like i feel like it's gonna be another year 
Another lockdown. Oh, that's actually so sad. How many, uh, like, have they, like, distributed vaccines into your country yet? Or do you know how many, how much supply they have? Or They have, um, it's a huge fucking mess, like we knew it would be, uh, <laughs> because basically the federal government was like, okay, the states are now in charge of this. We don't want to have anything to do with this. And the states are not, they don't have the infrastructure set up to support vaccinating this many people, which is something that we've all been talking about since the very beginning of this. It's chaos. And the states are punting it down to the counties. And so Trump announced that he was going to release all these doses um, that he doesn't have and he has no authority to release because he already punted it all down to the states. And then Biden is is coming in and saying, we're going to just release everything we have and not hold back our second doses and just hope that we get <laughs> more, which is obviously another just problem punted down the road. So it's chaos. How do you like, honestly, it drives me crazy when I think about it. And I'm like, these people are in government powers. Like yeah. they have been elected to be in that position because we've been told that they can do their job and be organized. How do you not have a plan for a vaccine? You would have, you should have known that it's going to be a vaccine when the coronavirus happened. Like, yeah, exactly. And I, I, Every time I like talk on the phone with my mom or something, she and I come up with like five good plans. <laughs> so how Why can they, they not come up with like one good one? <laughs> As normal citizens sitting at home busting our asses to tell you what to do, and you can't sit behind making like six figures on top of your you know your your uh, corrupt salary, and you have no idea like what to do. Yeah. But, it's it's insane. And it's like, don't don't you want the economy to work? Like, don't you want things to start, you know, jumping up or anything? But everything is know. just so short sighted. It's just like, yes, in, like what what yeah. are we doing immediately? Immediately, like, there's yeah. no like there's no proactiveness to anything. But honestly, we're kind of the same way here too when it comes to our like federal gov, our provincial government. Um, they're they're very they have no idea what they're. It's kind of he's like a mini Trump who was running the show here pretty much. And we have, I think like 200,000 vaccines that, that are supposed to be given out this month alone. And we've maybe, maybe barely cracked a hundred thousand. And like, again, they have no idea what they're doing. They don't know how to like just administer it or like distribute it and stuff. And yeah. it's just like, this is literally your fucking job. Like you have yeah. been made for this job and you don't know what you do. Like get me out of my job and I'll get you do your job <laughs> for like two hours and we'll figure <laughs> something out. But like, yeah. I think it's because they're they're so full of themselves. They're like, I can do this rather than consulting like professionals. You know, it's like there are people whose whole career has been built around preparing for a pandemic. And so why not let them make decisions rather than, you know, you know, governors being like, "Uh, I guess, you know, let's just do it at drive through. Uh, liquor stores or like <laughs> do it at fast food drive throughs It's like you, do it you at know. nightclubs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While I mean, you're bar hopping and you're getting your shot, you get your free vaccine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are the people Jesus. that are spreading it around, so why not? Yeah. yeah. Get those people vaccinated right away. Get the first, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all first safe priority. after. <laughs> um, so you are a Raptors fan. Yes. Uh, just to get it to basketball. <laughs> um, That's what I'm here for, right? I guess. <laughs> no, this is actually a COVID and, podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you 
how did you get into basketball? Oh, that's a really good question. Actually, is it? Because it's really boring, my answer. It was a good question. <laughs> my answer is really boring. Sorry. Um, ever, honestly, I've always really been into sports. Like, ever, ever since the womb, like uh, my parents like put me out and I was put in front of like a TV and my dad was a huge wrestling fan, like a huge, like WWF, WWE back in the day, like Undertaker, nice. all that stuff. So he was a huge fan. And I used to sit next to him as like, like a little infant and watch that stuff with him. And I was just, I got really into like the camaraderie, the competitiveness and all that stuff. And then when I grew up and realized that this whole shit's fake, like wrestling is not real. I was like, <laughs> I have to get myself a real sport that I can yeah. cheer for. So I got really into soccer and, um, and I was like, I still support soccer. I still have my child, my team Chelsea. And, uh, but I'm not like as into it as I am with basketball because then I met a friend who was very into basketball and we would like watch our stuff together. And then I kind of realized that like, it's a lot easier to cheer for a team that's like down the street from you, as opposed to like, you know, you got to catch a flight and then book a <laughs> hotel and all that stuff. So I, I was like, Oh, basketball is actually not that bad. It's a pretty fun sport. And I have a, an obsessive personality. So it took like maybe a week and I just, I got really into it. And I was lucky because when I got into the Raptors, this was when like Masai took over. So really like the magic touches were happening. This like Cinderella fairy tale was coming around. So you just felt like you're not, you wouldn't get it if you're not from Toronto, but you just felt like this kind of energy in Toronto shift because before it was a huge hockey town. You didn't really heard anything about anything else. It was always just hockey pucks and uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and all that, everything. But once Masai came, it really changed the culture here and it really brought basketball around and people became huge fans. And, um, but yeah, since then I've just been hooked and it's, it's honestly, it's a drug. Like I need, it needs to stop. It's unhealthy to a certain <laughs> point. <now. laughs> um, how, how did the uh, Raptors victory feel for you? Oh, it was, oh, I can't even get into it. I'm going to start crying. It, it was <laughs> honestly amazing. And for me, um, I don't want to say I'm special, but <laughs> I uh, I was always a really big Kawhi fan. Like I was a huge Kawhi fan ever since he was with the Spurs. And they still had like T Duncan, Ginobili, Tony Parker, like everyone. So I was always a huge Kawhi fan, but then the Raptors were my team. Mm -hmm. And then the trade happened, the blockbuster trade, and I, I actually, I was, I was such a big fan of Kawhi that like I adopted a cat, I think like four years ago and I named him after Kawhi. So even when he was Cute. with the Spurs, my cat's name is Kawhi. Yeah. I and uh, then I know I was like, I made this happen. I manifested it. Okay. <laughs> it was because I named him Kawhi. He came here afterwards, but uh, that's such a good yeah. name for a cat too. Yeah. Right. It fits so well. My siblings are like Simba. I'm like, get out of here, basic ass. Like, Kawhi. Kawhi's the best one. But um, but yeah, he that happened. The blockbuster trade happened. I was a big Demar fan too. So for me, it was like it was very bittersweet seeing one of my favorites go to get a freaking superstar on the Raptors. Like you guys don't understand because you guys are from LA, but we have a hard time. I'm getting superstars to Toronto. Okay. So no, when we get one, we, we, we like the Clippers, so we get it. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> oh, you so. get it worse than I do. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're not out here like getting superstars other than when Kawhi came here. So it's, it's uh, rare. I guess that's true. Take care of my men. Okay. You have Kawhi and Serge. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. We will gladly take care of them. They're too little cuties. I believe you. <laughs> um, 
But no, it, and then after all that happened, after like everything in the background with like Hawaii staying or not staying or what's going to, what's the team going to look like, um, just winning it and winning it the way that we did was phenomenal. Like it was, it, it was honestly the best time to win a championship because immediately after the Corona happened and, and <laughs> yeah. everything hit the shit that everything hit the fan. And we were with Kawhi when Kawhi was like the league's like sweetheart too. And now he's like, you know, Paul George's best friend. So it was, it was a, it was amazing. It was a high that I don't think a lot of people have still come down from. Yeah. Nice. Did you go out to like the parade and stuff? I was lined up at four in the morning, girl. <laughs> I love that. Isn't it crazy thinking about being in a crowd that size right now? Like, I don't know if I'll ever yeah. be okay with that <laughs> again. I, actually, yeah, I don't think so. And ours actually was pretty bad too. We uh, we had an event, like someone popped off a gun in the middle of the parade. I so remember we that, were like, yeah. Yeah, I was like going to say, I'm pretty sure like it like hit the news and stuff. So someone like popped off a gun and we were standing right in the middle. Like we were at the very front too. And at this point, I'm just like, well, I'm either going to die or I'm going to make it out and have a sweet story afterwards. <laughs> but it was uh, it was scary, but it was honestly like just of just because of like the of what we had gone through the whole year it was it was fantastic and the, the parade itself was just amazing like drake was there the whole team was out we like i said we had um our the premier of ontario is like a little trump here and when he came out like we're we're not shy either like canadians are really out there if we're not being polite so we're booing him like crazy like the entirety of toronto <laughs> is just like on his ass telling him to go back to the office and leave the raptors alone like it was oh, so much fun it we, was amazing we hate our mayor too so un- relatable <laughs> you get it yeah i love that i love it <laughs> It was great. He was so embarrassed. You could tell. He was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I should not have come today." I'm like, read the crowd, dude. Read the room. Like, why would you show up? That's so funny. Oh, um, sounds, did- God, I would do anything to go go back to the joy. Oh, you should. I know. <laughs> you also know what it is. Like, honestly, it's like a huge Jurassic Park. Just like we couldn't move. We couldn't see anything. The like three million people were on the street. And it's not yeah, just like at the arena where people were like meeting up where the buses were stopping, but the buses started off where the parade was and the entire way through all you see is just sea of people and no one went to work. Like it was a work day. No one went to work. <laughs> we all took a day off. At my office, they're like, Norris, so you're not coming tomorrow, right? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm glad you know. Like, you like, don't even ask off. me. Obviously I'm not coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm busy. Like, you don't see me showing up, like crying tears of joy constantly with the rappers. Of course, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. But it was it was phenomenal. Like everyone stopped their work. Like, you know how in Toronto, there's like skyscrapers and cranes and stuff. People got off the cranes to watch what's happening. It was it was really cool. That sounds so fun. Yeah, I think. But honestly, you're the L.A. one would have been probably even sicker, obviously. But just well, I mean, honestly, it was popping off here. But I was like (laughs) so anxious about everyone like yelling into each other's mouths. Yeah, Uh, I can't even think about that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like when because we had we had the Dodgers and the Lakers like celebrations really close together, and I that it just made me so nervous just seeing all those videos of people like. I've turned Did they into actually like, get together, like doing parades and stuff. Was it just more of no like a parade? Big no, it wasn't okay. like an official parade, but no. people. It was just like people gathering at Staples Center or right. um, 
just like hanging off a light post and swinging yeah, their mask like in the air. Yeah, just like huge crowds, like unofficial crowds gathering and then just like... Yeah. Oh, I actually feel bad for them. Because now that I've lived it, I'm like, ah, you don't even know what it's like. <laughs> you yeah. have to do it without coronavirus. But I oh, no. am lucky because I used to live in the Bay Area. And so we had the Giants. Oh, I went oh, to yeah. two Giants parades. And uh, I only got to go to one Warriors parade. I missed the other ones. All but... the other 50,000 you missed? That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> don't even worry. <laughs> But it is so fun. There's like something. I'm not even a baseball fan, but the Giants (laughs) parade went right by my work because uh, I worked pretty close to their stadium. So it like came down the the street that my work was on. So I was like, I'm just going to pop down and and, you know. See what's happening. See Timmy and Panda and like, these guys, <laughs> and and just like wave and and uh, it was exciting. Um, the Warriors one was definitely way more exciting for me, but I like couldn't see anything except for um, E forty. I did see him, <laughs> <laughs> which was very exciting. But um, but I was like shoved, you know, pretty far back. But it's just like this, like feeling even after the Warriors would win in my neighborhood in the mission in San Francisco, people would just be out and about and just be like talking to each other and like cheering with each other and having that like community feeling where it's like, Oh my God, we're all just like feeling this excitement together. I'm like, you know, we haven't had that. And well, actually we did feel that when they declared Biden as (laughs) a winner. That's true. Um, that was like the one day that we were like celebrating nationally yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's such a nice feeling. I love it. A hundred percent. Even with sports too, like it's, it's sports, like as much as it sucks to like, you know, I love trash talking. I love ducking shit on other teams. Like I think that's the best part too, but <laughs> bringing people together and having that connection and then camaraderie and like just having stuff to cheer for. It's, it, it, I don't know. It, you just create connections and networking that way and just bonds that like last a while as well. And I, I think sports just goes a long way, a longer, a lot more than we could give it credit for. Yeah. Yeah. That that's true. And be- before we started recording, um, you had mentioned, you know, meeting other women who are interested in basketball, which I think is like this instant connection. Cause you're just like, yeah, it's not that common I think a lot of women like hide that aspect of themselves if they are really into sports um, or traditionally they used to and so now having other women podcasters who are doing like the basketball comedy thing it's really exciting and and you have such a large group of ladies on your podcast (laughs) which is awesome (laughs) (laughs) Um, so how did I how did you all come together and like decide to to do that right um honestly i think most sports areas most sports uh most fan bases and stuff they're always very dominated by male sports uh media members it's always just about like you know your token guys who are covering um your team who are interviewing players doing post-game pre-game having 
podcast or whatever else. And they're the ones who are generally guiding the conversation. And we just, I always just found it really odd that like, um, like I said, again, I'm not too sure about other fan bases, but like for Raptors, there was just, there was always a lot of women who were fans. And I always saw them in the Raptors community or fan bases or whatever. And I was just like, no offense, but these girls are so much funnier than any other guy I've like I've seen talk. Like guys have no idea. Like, <laughs> these girls are just so naturally funny. They know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. Like so, no. Why does no one want to ever? Why does no girl have a podcast that I can listen to? Why does it have to be like just some dudes having a beer and like you know scratching their balls? Like why can't it just be <laughs> girls having a conversation? Like I that's what uh-huh. I want to hear. And like fun girls, you know, not not like. Not to say no girls are fun, but just saying like, you know, girls who are, who are young, who want to, who are just, who represent the base that you want to be represented. And, um, I think Sandy, our CEO had a couple of tweets put out something, say something like, uh, even without discussing with anybody, she was just kind of like, well, like, I really would like to hear a Raptors women podcast. Would anyone else be interested in this? And immediately she got hit with so much support from everyone being like, oh my goodness, like we would love to, we have, we know all these women who are so funny, like we should all start this together. And Sandy kind of like took everyone's names who people had mentioned. And she reached out to everyone being like, well, would you, would you be interested in setting a podcast together and like doing everything? And I think uh, we were in the works for maybe like two, two and a half months, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing if we're even going to do this. And then January of last year, we were kind of just like, hey, you know what, like take this, we have something, we got to work with this. It could potentially be big because we understand each of, we understand our our area, our strengths, but we also understand what everyone else is really good at. And for the most part, like, you know, we were made up of women who are actually sports um, journalists who who do, who write, who interview, who, uh, who do post game, pre games, everything. We have Iman as a podcaster and and like the people just like me who just say shit on Twitter. And, you know, (laughs) that's literally, that's the only thing I'm good at. So we just thought that we had a really good set of different variety of different women coming together. And honestly, as soon as we made the announcement, we don't know what happened. It just took off. And we were just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Like, are you kidding me? People care about this. Um, And it was actually surreal. Like we maybe had one month where we were doing everything without Corona. And in that month, people were asking us to join um, like their events, like host events, host parties, host like live pods at bars, um, get invited to do like Yahoo sports, basketball news, like go on the news and and do our pregames and postgames. And immediately we just saw this huge um, bracket that was missing in the sports industry that you just, you just, you know, and people are just like, Oh, what do you do here? What do you do here? And people are just like, you know, plug women, like, well, that's all that's all you're missing that's pretty much it mm-hmm. and I think as a woman watcher who obviously loves sports and stuff growing up I honestly had fallen to the stereotype that like okay yeah women don't like sports women aren't into sports I thought my only resort was like Twitter or something because my my girlfriends in real life did not like sports they didn't care about any time I was like oh my god you hear what happened in the game last night they, no, no you know like just that's that's what I lived in my life but then when I joined and I saw all this huge community and all these women in it I was just like who the fuck is lying to me? Like who there's someone out there who was lying to people because yeah. women like sports. And until you put a woman in front of the TV, talking to you about sports, women are not going to feel like this is their space. Mm-hmm. So you have to give women like that space. You have to give women more spaces so that 
more women who are into sports and more women who would like to know more about sports and join sports and understand how it works and realize that there's a space for them, that there's an, an area for, for them. Sure. It's not a male dominated industry. And I feel like the more you see women like me or us and everybody else come on and talk about this, the less, you know, back to the kitchen or um, talk, don't talk sports or who's, you know, who are you begging to get these news kind of things are going to stop because they're realizing that, okay, this is not just a space for male. This is a space for women because women like sports as well. Yeah. Sorry, I went yeah. on a tangent. It just, it always no, starts with me. I'm like, <laughs> a woman fucking likes sports, okay? <laughs> no, you're totally right. I mean, you're totally right. That re- representation matters. I mean, I think that kind of attitude from a lot of sports fans is like my least favorite part of being... Yeah part of this um sports world is just like especially when it comes to WNBA which we cover WNBA games as well and just seeing the kind of reactions that oh, these women get from terrible. people online is just it's so depressing and sad it's like these are people who put like so much effort and are so talented and are amazing and they're still just getting like in in 2021 they're still just getting shit on by like you know and it's like what's the difference between them and the male athletes that you guys cheer for right there's no difference it's just that you prefer to watch them or they prefer to watch the women play and because of that they're getting paid way more than what the women should be getting paid for and like I, I have no idea how those women do it. Like to have that kind of power to still go th- go to work and know that like, this is just how the industry feels about you. This is how they don't even care to plug you and push you forward. And you have to go online and listen to like five-year-olds with LeBron and their Abby tell you that you suck at basketball and they can beat you. Like I, I would pull up. I don't know how they do yeah. it. I'd be like, drop your address. Um, we're playing one-on-one right now. And I'll show you. <laughs> You're just dunking on a five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, that's the other thing. Is they're, they're like, I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't play basketball, but like for, yeah, for women who play basketball, like I just, I just feel for them because they're constantly getting like challenged by some like dork who's like, I could beat you. And it's like, this is a professional yeah, exactly. athlete. Yeah. And for it, us, it's like, when you talk, I don't know, I'm sure you could have been through this too. Like when you're talking to a guy, you tell him like, oh yeah, I like sports. For us, we just get told, oh yeah, like name me five players on this team. Oh. Like, they don't believe you, right? But then yeah. for those, like those players, it's like, they're talking, telling them like, oh yeah, you probably can't play. Like they're fucking professional yeah. WNBA basketball players. Like this is what they do for a living. And just because you're not comfortable and understand that like women play sports and they like sports and they're good at sports, it. Yeah, it's it's just it's surreal to me. It makes no sense. But like, yeah. I'm hoping that just industries like this and groups like ours where uh, people give us a chance and listen to us and see what we have to say, like it creates that environment and that area where, you know, it's just not going to be tolerated anymore. Yeah, right. Like we're I feel like we're just building out our own like community that's inclusive and like, like our listeners are amazing. We We love our listener community because they're you know they're just as like sweet and sensitive and like they love (laughs) sports but like a lot of times the the feedback we get was like I love basketball but like you know you guys bring a different perspective and it's not so like macho or like whatever exactly (laughs) and a lot of people want that it's just I think is something that has been missing for a long time so 
Um, I think they don't even know that they want it until they see it and they just haven't yeah. been able to see it. And then now that we're having this, these, these communities pop up, um, it, it's, it's becoming such a huge thing. Like it just, it takes off right away. So it's, I mean, they're lucky. They have so much variety now. Yeah, yeah for right. real. It's just exciting to like meet like-minded people. And it's so cool that the internet, you know, lets know. you find that. Cause like when Something I was in high school, out of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, the internet was probably a mistake, but uh, <laughs> some good Agreed. stuff has come out of it. Um, so we thing. always, yeah, <laughs> we always uh, ask people, even though sometimes we forget, but, um, but we always want to know, who would you kiss who's currently in the league? Oh my God. That's the easiest if- answer. <laughs> <laughs> easiest question ever. Blake Griffin in a heartbeat. Oh, Interesting. Nice. Interesting in a answer. Second. No really? one's ever said that. Well, he, I agree. He's very handsome, but that's no true. one's ever said it before. That, yeah. That's that may not surprise me though, because I get roasted <laughs> constantly about the fact that I have a I think think he's a good looking guy. I have, I've seen him perform improv before, which is. No, yeah, he does that stuff too, right? (laughs) I think he has a sense of humor. He seems like he's a chill guy. He seems funny. He's an athlete. He's attractive. He's tall. Like you, sorry, he's a ginger. Not much I can do about that. I'll I'll take it. I'll take that out. Oh my God. Did you see him on Broad City? No, I haven't. Oh, you gotta watch it. You love it. You have to right now, Bronson. (laughs) Wait, can can you Google um, Blake Griffin, Broad City? I don't know, sex scene. (laughs) (laughs) It is. uh, Yeah, it's an iconic scene. Am I gonna be safe? I mean, <laughs> if you need to turn if you need to turn off your camera or something, we get it. It's fine. Have you ever seen Broad City before? No, I haven't. Okay, it's it's a very like, it's, silly show. <laughs> it's like a like a comedy, right? Yeah. I need a new show actually, so I, I will probably watch this afterwards. <laughs> it's it's super funny. It's two women in New York, just like. I think I've like, seen like gifts and stuff on Twitter. Yes, oh, probably. Like, like, yes. Like, falling off the hotel walls, right? That's her. Yes. Oh, I love yes. her. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. Now they've okay. Got okay. We're going to watch a little clip, I think. Little Game. clip. <laughs> it's, it's him you know, and Alana making out. As an athlete, I just think it's really important to do like some dynamic stretching before any kind of visual activity. What if we <laughs> dynamically. Um, take our clothes off. Yes, awesome. I'm down. Okay, I'm so down. <laughs> and he's playing himself in this. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is unreal. You are joking. Is there something wrong? Oh my god, no. The opposite of it. Oh, so much, so much good. I mean, she's laughing at his penis. <laughs> but it's not gonna um work. I wouldn't do that, Blake. I won't be able to receive you. Oh. <laughs> but what if we get creative? Like, what do you have in mind? I don't know. But we are going to find out. <laughs> She's licking his arms. <laughs> his entire wingspan. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. 
was holding her wrapped up in a blanket. Um, <laughs> anyways, you have to watch the full episode. It's very cute. Okay, exactly what I'm doing right at the second now to get off this phone call. Okay, end, and I'm typing in Broad City. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. See, like, he's really funny. Like, he has such a yeah. sense of humor. And you yeah. can just tell that he likes to like chill and he's super attractive. And whenever I bring it up, people are like, Blake Griffin, are you kidding me, Nora? Like Blake Griffin. And I'm like, if he was in front of you, you would not say no. <laughs> <laughs> Your pants would be on the ground. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm w- I miss him on the Clippers for sure. That was fun How when he was around. I'm going to ask. So the same question back at you guys, who's, who's your, uh, who would be your first kiss? There's so many, <laughs> but I, I have to say Sergi Baca. Um, oh yeah. He's so handsome. He's also kind of a goofball. He would cook for me afterwards <laughs> after our makeout sesh. He would make you a penis, a grilled penis. Um, there's so many young guys that I'm like, you're too young and I cannot say I would want to kiss you. Uh, so I'm more, do you feel like a cougar now with like the younger guys where I'm like, I, I should not be feeling this old. <laughs> I should not Definitely. have to be asking what, how old they are, you know, yeah. like it should just be fine. But now just, I have to be like, how old is this guy? <laughs> and I'm like, I should not be a thought, but they're like it's 20 so now. weird. Like that some of them like graduated high school in the year 2000. Or uh, sorry, we're born in the year two thousand. Yeah. The year I graduated high school <laughs> is what I was. I'm trying to say. Um, I would kiss Kelly Oubre. That's not a surprise to anyone who knows me or <laughs> listens to the show. I talk about it all the time. Um, you know, he's a happily engaged man now. I follow him and his fiance. They're <laughs> you're extremely. Cute. Well, I follow her because she's always posting videos of him. And okay, true. He's, oh, yeah. he's very. He's very like artsy so the stuff he posts is like you know he's not, not posting like selfies you know i want to yeah. look at him <laughs> so i gotta go around <laughs> keep tabs on <laughs> they're very cute though together I'm, i i wish them the best he, he does get that's a lot a good he does or she gets a lot of comments that are like that's my man like how no. dare you <laughs> I hate that. That's the other thing too. Like, imagine being one of their girlfriends. You probably have to share them with all of us. (laughs) Like, horrible. Yeah, it would be horrible. Oh, that's so crazy. Those are good answers, though. I'm sorry for the Blake. I don't know if people are like the Blake, but that's my. I legit like unapologetically. If he was here, (laughs) I'm off. Hey, we're on board. We we think he's a cutie pie too. So no worries. I think it'll happen for you someday, Nora. Yeah, me too. We're gonna we're gonna work on it for you. We're gonna I'm putting we're gonna out put the vibes, <laughs> putting it out there into the even. universe. I'm gonna go to bed so happy tonight. <laughs> Don't even say that. <laughs> All right, um, should we move on to yeah? Previous yeah. Let's talk about really the news. Let's go. <laughs> so much happens in a week. We can't possibly cover it all. So we like to wrap it up in a tidy little segment called. Previously on basketball. Previously on Ray Donovan. Basketball. <laughs> All right. The NBA tightens COVID restrictions as 13 games have now been postponed for health and safety reasons. Carl Anthony Towns announces he has tested positive for coronavirus. 
James Harden is joining the Nets as part of a four-way trade that sends Karis LeVert to the Pacers, Jared Allen to the Cavs, and Victor Oladipo to the Rockets. Kyrie Irving is fined $50,000, will forfeit $800,000 in salary after attending an indoor gathering. Yusuf Nurkic fractures his right wrist and unfortunately for me, will not be carrying anyone like a baby for at least eight weeks. <laughs> LeBron switches allegiance from Coke to Pepsi, will soon become new face of Mountain Dew. Traitor. <laughs> Stir crazy Steven Adams passes time between games as an amateur entomologist. <laughs> And we got to watch this Steven Adams video. It's so good. Yes. <laughs> I love him. He's such He's a cutie. How do you Adorable. keep busy in between games and, and trainings then? Um, just doing a bit of, uh, oh, I've got a worm farm now <laughs> at, at my house. Bought some worms the other day, some compost worms. Um, <laughs> and also have a microscope so I could check out all the little bugs in the soil and whatnot. Just real nerdy <laughs> stuff, bro. I'm going a bit mad. Nudge, nudge. Help me. <laughs> so Get his cute. hair down and it looks so beautiful. He's so. Can I change my answer? Oh, can yeah. I have two answers? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like <laughs> he's, he's you can perfect. kiss as many people as you want. Yeah. <laughs> There's no limit. No <laughs> judgment. To Corona, I'm going ham. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that was adorable. Perfect. I love that. I that was see. from a cute show called Sky Sport Presents Kiwis Abroad. Oh, I know it's all the Kiwis Abroad. <laughs> I actually feel so bad for him. Like he could have been in a country right now where the pandemic is completely fine, does not exist. He can for go to clubs, get turned, do whatever he wants, but he's stuck in bubble and looking at worms looking at worms <laughs> he needs he's, help he's asking for help <sighs> i wish i could go to new zealand oh i could be same. a kiwi <laughs> 20 pencils we can so go I just check out the, the shires <laughs> yeah exactly i've never Do the been Lord there of the Rings tour. i've never been there i've always wanted to go so we'll We'll add it to our list because Anastasia <laughs> and I are already talking about going to Ireland um, oh, to do a little so trip. Dope. Yeah. So let's just extend it and go to New Zealand. The complete opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam plus one, guys. I'm coming too. I'm on the you way. You can come okay. too. Of course. Amazing. Perfect. We'll do uh, a around the world trip. Yeah. I also want to go to Japan sketch. for like a whole month. So maybe we'll just. Oh, that would act. I've heard like Japan is lit just even to be there for a little bit. Like you shouldn't be there for a week. You have to be there for a while. Yeah. And when you're there, like everything is just different world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Gabe and I went last year. 2019. Oh, no way. Yeah. It was amazing. We loved it, but it was, it was too short. It was only two weeks. Yeah, so. exactly. You got to go longer. <sighs> yeah. Uh, remember traveling? Remember uh. the airport? I'm I'm I cannot wait to do it again. I've, yeah. It's been way too long. Yeah, wait someday. All right, let's talk about um, Kyrie because I don't think we talked about this before. But the the videos that came out of him partying with his sister for her thirtieth birthday. The uh, originally this came out that he was with Drake in Toronto. <laughs> 
which then it was that was debunked because somebody had just mistaken Kyrie for Drake, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, the guy's been out. He's not been playing games. He's obviously checked out of his job of playing basketball. Originally, we we like when we first heard that he wasn't playing games. It was right after the Capitol insurrection. So mm-hmm. we were like, yeah, of course he doesn't want to play games. Like our Capitol just got attacked. Like I don't right. I don't feel like doing anything either. And <laughs> then he's just he went wild. Party. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he's like, he's- I don't have a job. <laughs> I don't give a shit. He's an enigma, you know. We we every time we think we have him figured out, he's doing <laughs> something so else. Right. Yeah, and we're we are Kyrie defenders on this show. We really like when people talk shit about him and like are mean to him. We're always like, he's just a sensitive soul. He's but, outspoken. Everyone should be. Blah blah yeah, blah. But then he's this happens. The charge. But like I was now, it's say, like, how are you going to defend this one? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like we can't defend. We can't defend. Going to your sister's birthday party, or throwing a party for your sister, or whatever it was, it was it was very <laughs> fucked up. Um, it was so <laughs> fucked up. I I don't care. Look, Asia, I don't care that you just turned thirty. Everyone just turned something this year. <laughs> you have a Zoom party like we all did. <laughs> everyone did something i actually saw the wildest like i get it like Kyrie. i I get that like people love to defend Kyrie. i Kyrie to me is is amusing i just take him like like a grain of salt i think he's just so funny so entertaining like just at a distance though i don't want him anywhere like near me or my team but just at a distance i think he's so funny (laughs) but like i just saw like the wildest takes trying to defend his party and I'm just like, yeah. no, like if he's wrong, he's wrong. You can't, you can't do that. If he's wrong, he's wrong. He should, he can't have yeah. a party, let alone no. like a club party. Yeah. Like he's at a fucking venue with people right. around him. No masks, no nothing. He's at least indoor, 30 no mask, no yeah. ventilation, absolutely nothing. Like I get it. He's your favorite player, but your favorite player is also up for scrutiny. So give him what he deserves. Like yeah. you can't, you literally can't defend that. That's just, that's no. fucked up. And yeah. then he's like checked out of his job. Like, why are you going to games then? You know, like you're attending a gathering like this. And then you're my my thing is like, I think it's funny up until something like Carl Anthony Town, Towns happens, right? Yeah. Like when you go out and you're putting yourself in a bad position and the next day you're going to play someone like Carl Anthony Towns, who's gone through so much since the pandemic on that year alone. And you don't think that's disrespectful. You don't think you at least owe him the, the, the respect to make sure that you have been in the clear when you go and see him or that he understands that like, you're not going to be a threat to him and he's already caught it. So clearly people have not been careful or whatever the case may be. So I, I don't know. I think that to me is just, I don't like that look. I think Kyrie looks really bad in that regard. And I don't think there's any defending that. That's a good way to put it. It's like for anyone who's not taking this seriously, it's about having respect for other people and caring. Like you, you're you're saying like, I don't value your life. Yeah. If you don't mind spreading this. And that's like, a hundredfold in the league because they know that they're going to be up in each other's faces, you know? 
They're making Actually, love yeah. pretty much every night. Like yeah. they're that close to each other. Like, you know what you're doing to each other, not just, um, what's it called? Your teammates, but the staff, the coaches, everyone, mm-hmm. not people who are may not be that vulnerable, but everyone in the gun lines who are, who's vulnerable. And I, he's, he's obviously, he's been struggling for something for a while. Like is Kyrie third eye, you know, Illuminati, he's always been that way. But like, <laughs> yeah. when you do stuff like this, like it's really hard to even take that seriously or like to be like, Oh, he's just, you know, it's Kyrie. You can't chalk it up to just Kyrie. Right. At this point, right. Like you're just doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And the, and the statement from Carl Anthony Towns was like extremely heartbreaking. It's so sad. Um, especially the end of it where he says to my niece and nephew, can you make it bigger? Oh. Gabe? Goodness. I can't. I, I can read it to my niece and nephew Jelani and Max. I promise you, I will not end up in a box next to Grandma, and I will beat this. And it's like, if that doesn't break your heart, you are a ice monster. Like this is this is the what he has gone through this year, and to now have been infected again. And his family has to go through this again. It's just, yeah, it makes me feel so, so bad sad. for him. And I think at this point too, like the, their family probably realizes that for them, the strain probably affects worse than anyone else. There's probably something in their bloodline or their their genes that makes them more susceptible and a little bit more, I guess they react worse to it. And just knowing that like having that thought in your head probably makes this so much worse. And the fact that he chose to come back and play basketball, knowing what would happen makes it just so much sadder that like no one Mm -hmm. else could care enough to make sure that they were, that he was safe just for the sake of being safe. Right. Yeah. And just, just having this wide range of people like from Kyrie and James Harden, like just doing whatever the fuck they want at all times, like to people like, uh, Carl Anthony Towns and like other players who I'm sure scared yeah. or don't want to be putting themselves or their families at risk. Like there's all this discussion about, cause we, so we talked about last in our last episode that we're not going to be covering games from the season anymore just cause it feels wrong for us. Um, because it doesn't feel like people are being properly protected and the protocols are all kind of like, bullshit it's just like yeah. oh people are getting sick uh maybe don't do high fives anymore it's like what the <laughs> fuck is that <laughs> yeah. yeah like what difference like what realistically what difference does it make nothing it just makes them feel like they're making another change um because at the end of and the day there's no way to make it safer to play because it's a contact exactly. sport it's easy to get mad at Kyrie and and other people who are being irresponsible, but ultimately the responsibility lies on Adam Silver. And Absolutely. he knows what he should be doing. If this is he's he's not torn by this. He knows what the right thing to do is to stop the season. But he's choosing not to do it because out of a sense of obligation to people with financial stake in the leagues in the league. And that is a hor- Oh, that's horrible. It's a, yeah. it ultimately comes down to money and that is, you know, essentially putting money over the lives of the players, the staff, everybody involved in the NBA. Um, yeah. And, and it, it doesn't just infect, it doesn't just affect the people who are playing. Um, it, you know, the players getting sick, 
are taking it back to their families. Um, yeah. And like any infections or deaths that are like tangentially linked to the playing of games, like we're not going to hear about it. We're not, there's not really a good way for them to trace it back to that, but it's got to be happening. If the players are right. getting sick, unless oh, they're, yeah. Yeah. Unless they're isolating themselves, which we know that all of them are not doing that. Like, it's just yeah, how they're this probably virus works. going to restaurants. They're probably, you know, doing hey, what Kyrie's doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so there's there's a lot here that's never going to be linked back to the games, but will be because of what's happening on the courts. There's a lot of. Um, <clears throat> let's see spread. that what what Grant Hill said. George Hill. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> what George Hill said. I'm a grown man. I, I'm going to do what I want to do. If I want to see my family, I'm going to see my family. They can't tell me I have to stay in a room 24-7. If it's that serious, then maybe we shouldn't be playing. And it's like that line, that last line. Where yeah, it's like, it's like you, you can't say anything to that. He's right. Yeah. He's absolutely right. And I think like, even as a fan watching, I'm not sure if this goes for other people, but I have been kind of checked out of basketball. Mm -hmm. And I'm not ever that way. Like for me, I'm watching not just Raptors games. I'm going to be watching Clippers, LA, uh, watching Spurs. I'm watching everyone. And now like I, I have to like make myself watch Raptor games. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't have that joy that anything. And you can see the players. They don't feel that way either. They don't want to be there. I think I'm not sure where I read this, but I did read this earlier today about something how um, most players in the league aren't happy. Like they don't want to be playing currently. They don't, they don't feel joy. They don't feel like this is something that is like supposed to be long-term. And when you add that with just Corona, with bubble, with all the rules and all the setbacks and everything, it just doesn't feel like a real season. Like all the games being postponed, everything, all the rosters just being like, you know, dwindling down people having like eight men rosters, nine men rosters. Like it just doesn't feel like we should even be playing right now. Really. It's depressing. It's like, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I think we have a clip of Damian Lillard talking about the restrictions too. I feel like I'm living my life in a, in a box, you know, I go to practice, I go back home, I don't go anywhere else. You know, I don't, you know, I can't, then like we can go to dinner or go to a movie or, um, you know, go hang out with our family or nothing like that, you know, cause our, our family members, they have lives. So it's, it's um, the rules that we got to play by just kind of puts you in a box. Whereas, you know, you travel, stay in a hotel room, play, get on the plane, come home, go straight home, you know, you just, I live on my phone because I can't, you know, interact with people in person, basically. I think a lot of people took his comments out of contact context and were sort of bashing Dame. Uh, but I think ultimately what he was trying to say was that the the league shouldn't be happening, essentially. It was yeah. like, like, it's depressing for them to be put in this situation and yeah, he's explaining what we're all going through. We all are living our lives in a box right now and on our phones. And at or the should you know, be at least. Yeah, or should be. <laughs> and and you know, he is interacting with people and that is like a great privilege from a lot of our perspectives to be able to like interact with people right now. But I I think ultimately what he's saying is that they shouldn't be doing this. You know, that it's mm-hmm. not okay that they're 
you know, still being forced to play when they should be just staying at home with their families. Yeah. And they're right. They're 100% right. Like if we were to follow lockdown protocols and do exactly what the CDC is saying, you would not have basketball right now. Like right. they would be no way to play basketball right now. And the fact that they're playing just tells you that it's going against, you know, protocols because against protocols, it makes the virus get worse it's because it makes the virus get worse. Like players aren't happy. So it's just, you got to shut everything down to make yeah. sure that like everything heals and everything gets better. And I don't know, like, I haven't heard of many fans who are super into it either. Like, how can you, like, even besides that, like, how do you take anything from the season and try to make a solid argument out of anything? You know, like you talk about top 10, top like, best, best teams, best players, MVP, MIP champions. Like, how can you look at anything at, from the season and be like, there's no asterisk. There's like the big right. asterisk scaring me right in the eye. Like it's, yeah. this is like, you know, fun. This is not, this is like a, a part, a trophy that, you know, kids just get for participating. It's not <laughs> yeah. going to count yeah. afterwards. So they're going to have new awards, yeah. like most, most immune player, all the like, <laughs> all the like canceled games and stuff. It's like, it's just chaos. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just, we're going to do a whole season like this where games are just getting canceled every day. Just postponing everything. And like, how does that affect their travels? And how does that affect right. the, how does the season end then? Like, you know, there's so many questions that you could be looking at. And I think at this point, probably too far gone for them to cancel the season. But I, I think they should. My team is in freaking Tampa, Florida. <laughs> like I'm not even home. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, that's, you, so, that's sad. so sad. That's horrible because Tampa is like, it, I mean, Florida is, yeah. so fucked it, like, they're living they're living like COVID does not exist my parents live there now <laughs> and I, it freaks me the fuck out oh I'm that like, would scare me too do not go yeah I'm like don't go anywhere don't like you step like, outside oh, it's fine. Really breathing on you like I feel like it's just waiting for you to leave the house over there or something right exactly well, it's also like it's one of those states where like Florida Arizona it's like they don't want people to be getting positive COVID tests because they just don't want it to reflect poorly on their numbers. So there's, there's gotta be like a way higher number of people who are sick and spreading it than even know it. Um, And then meanwhile, it's like in LA, we have a pretty good like testing setup. So our numbers look horrible and they are, but like, I don't think that necessarily means we're in a better, like without we're in a worse place than other places. It's just like, we have, a better setup and infrastructure exactly. for testing people. <laughs> and you guys also have the biggest population too, right? So like it also goes by per capita. So you right. can't yeah. at all blame California. Like who's going to want to go live in, I don't know, Arizona or Florida. Like you're going to be in California. Yeah. I mean, Arizona and Florida are very similar in a lot of ways because a lot of people retire there. So it's just flooded right. with like old people who do not give a shit. <laughs> And they're the most susceptible to get this as well. But it's so hard to get tested there. Like you just can't get tested. So the state is essentially. Yeah. Cause they're like, they don't want, we don't want to know. We don't want to know how bad it is. Our numbers are fine. It's not bad here. I'm texting people. (laughs) So the poor raptors are stuck in this like disease. I know I feel bad for them. Because they left Canada, which is like doing a much Safe. better job to go to the like yeah. worst state. 
so and sorry. away from their family. Florida, like they have the fans open, like people are able to come in and watch the games and stuff. And because it's Florida, there's no Raptor fans. So anytime they're playing at home, you're hearing fucking Celtics show up and yeah. like everyone else. And if like, honestly, if I were there, it'd be on site. <laughs> like you can't have a Celtics <laughs> fan in the audience at a Raptors game. It doesn't work that way. So <laughs> everyone like every, when they're playing home games, not even home games, like away games. Right. So they're playing all, I guess it's 62 games right now or 68 or something like they're pretty much all away games so they finally had to shut down fans and they're like hey fine i guess we're not going to allow like other teams fans to come in or whatever but we like toronto like we have the best fans sorry guys we literally like <laughs> it's it, over here it's nuts like people go insane for for the raptors so like i feel like that's a huge factor too when it comes to just you know playing basketball the fans and yeah. the audience and everything and a lot of our players like really thrive off of the energy of from the arena and and from everyone around you and stuff. So like, I don't know how much of a factor that plays into basketball and like they're, uh, they're, I'm sure it contributes to them wanting to play or not. Cause like, you know, you have audience people to play for or whatnot. So right. um, I don't know what, how those things play about, but yeah, we're in Florida and I think apparently we might not be there long, depending on how Canada does their things, but I think we might be there for a while. So we'll see what happens. But they're hating their life there too. They miss Canada oh. for some reason. I, I don't blame them at all. And no, I, hate I don't blame them all wearing too. hazmat suits when they go out of their hotel rooms. Yeah, free in Florida. Or you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll just hit up Disney World or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, might as well. They should have like sales there for them now. <laughs> Loyalty points. Right. Exactly. It's wild. Like we're so Disneyland, which has been closed here um, in California since uh, March, they're going to be a vaccine site. So, so while we've, while we've been closed for all this time, Disney World like shut down for only a couple months, I think. And then was like back to it. We're back. <laughs> Disney World spreading it and Disneyland's trying to vaccinate against it. Yeah. The two Disneys. Of course, Disney was like trying to bully their way into opening here too. But the only reason they <laughs> are allowing Disneyland to become a vaccine site is because they want people to come as soon as possible. So they're like, let's yeah. get yeah. this vaccine out there. They're like, there's no yeah. other way in bringing California. So we're going to have to follow the rules here. Right. <laughs> right. Mickey's going to give it to you. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Mickey. We did. We did go to Disneyland right before, like in February. In February, which is so crazy. End of I February. Can't believe wow. I can't believe we. I mean, we still didn't think that the virus was in the United States at that time, but in hindsight, right. it was. And you know, maybe we were Disneyland. <laughs> we were licking every handle. Yeah, and- we were get. We were getting kind of wild. We yeah. Uh, <laughs> We were kissing everyone we came across. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I got those kisses in, though, before lockdown. So, yeah. Me and Goofy honestly, were making save out. Them for the uh, for the after lockdown now. Because I honestly <sighs> think, like, after this one's over, it's going to be, like, the Roaring Twenties. Like, I, it will. It will. I, I think but, like, I'm going to go wild, I think. Me too. <laughs> I'm ready to go wild. For everything. Yeah. Nor come to... <laughs> LA will party. No, we're gonna we're gonna come I to Toronto. To You'll take us out. <laughs> Let's do it both. Okay, you guys come yeah. here, then I'll get on your flight back yeah. to LA and we'll 
party in LA okay. and we'll go find other places. Perfect. I guess America too. Cause I guess you guys know how to party and stuff, but like, <laughs> no, I seriously think like after this shit's over, it's, it's going to be the great Gatsby, but on steroids. So with like airplanes yeah. and booze and technology and internet and everything. So get, get ready for that. That's what my body's getting ready for. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm getting, it's like my quarantine fit. Is that why I'm, the Roaring Twenties? Money, <laughs> like <laughs> the Roaring Twenties happened right after the Spanish, the Spanish flu. flu. Is yeah. that why it happened? People are like, part of it. So, yeah. yeah, that was well, the, the like was prohibition and stuff. Yeah, the depression and everything, and then like yeah. the Spanish was a big part of it too. Because I, I don't know, if they had it the lockdown how we had it back then, but like for us, it's gonna be absolutely it's gonna be a global party like not just here you're gonna be (laughs) getting together in like dubai with everyone it's gonna be fucked that'll be a stop on our tour (laughs) also this is the 20s yeah i just realized exactly it's the the roaring 20s part due (laughs) (laughs) amazing i can't wait it'll be fun (laughs) all right let's let's get into our mail basket so today we got a tweet from um at patula darling who uh is a longtime listener shout out to you um she sent us a clip of stanley johnson who was talking about um oh i think i know what this is (laughs) (laughs) let's just play it (laughs) i don't have a good setup for this i mean yeah i mean i think um I, when I was in high school, I started at probably the five, uh, my, fr- my, my freshman year. And by the time I was a senior, I was playing point guard. So um, I'm not a small person. I'm not like light in the butt. So um, I don't feel like I have any problems down low with people that are seem taller than me or bigger than me. Um, I think most of the time I, I weigh just as much as anybody else other than like Zion or somebody like that. But I'm not light in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that should be the Raptors slogan. Not like in the book. <laughs> this goes for everyone across the board. <laughs> They're not like in the butt. I can tell you that from experience. Uh, it's so such funny. a good phrase. <laughs> I know. I just, really like that. That was such a good way to put it. He's not like, oh, but donk a donk. He's like, I'm not like in the butt. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that about myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not like I the really butt. like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a delicate way of speaking. I love that. It, it sounds so perfect. <laughs> uh, have you watched Bridgerton by any chance? Yes, I it have. sounds like something that might be. Well, she's not liking the butt. It's very old times. He just puts it so perfectly. Up. Love Stanley. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so Patula sent us this video with, please tell me I'm not the only one who started pouring through the interwebs trying to find an image of Lowry and Johnson side by side for fact checking purposes after seeing this. <laughs> I and maybe you might have to do a little that. research here. Yeah. I'll get someone I know on it. I got people. Yeah, worry. get your people on it. Or <laughs> some... I'll get my people in touch with your people. You guys let your people know. <laughs> You you've probably got some experts um, in the bush and the experts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially specifically like for the Toronto players, yeah, yeah, Raptor, especially for one area of the players for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're we, we're very well spoiled. 
we kind of want, I mean, I'm envisioning like a collage of everybody's butt. <laughs> Um, maybe like, like geometry yeah. measurements <laughs> <laughs> or like you have to identify whose butt is whose so you just get filled yeah. with butts and you gotta figure that's out who's a great to. game actually right okay. I'll get on that actually that's my Saturday night <laughs> mom's gonna come in my room with butts on my screen <laughs> that's well, why maybe I do, we mom. should do that's that my podcast. it's my job <laughs> my job I have to <laughs> I promise it's real. It's not a fetish. It's what I do for a living. <laughs> Maybe we should do that for a, a Patreon episode. <laughs> Guess the butt. Oh, that would be so fun. That would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you. Uh, thanks for sending us that video. It was great. Um, if you guys want to send us something, you can always email us at hiaduck.town or leave a message on our cutie hotline, 903-420-DUNK. Tell us about what's going on. What did we miss? There's lots going on. We're not watching games anymore. We're probably going to miss some cute stuff. So <laughs> send it on over to us. Yes, please. Um, next week, we're going to watch the 1985 basketball film Teen Wolf starring Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you want to uh, join us, check it out. It's on Hulu. And we're going to talk about it. Um, thank you so much for being here with us. Is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> you guys like oh. keep checking out their stuff honestly no i'm not even joking like i said this to them before as well like joining twitter and this like basketball community they were literally the first women i saw doing podcasts and not doing podcasts Aww. like well here's my strats for you here's two plus four they they know <laughs> what they're talking about but they're also so funny and just so creative and so like just engaging. And that's what you want when it comes to sports. That's what you want when it comes to like people talking to you. And like, honestly, thanks for setting the blueprint for everybody else. So you guys oh, have been thanks, That's so sweet. Thank you that's so, so nice much. Okay. I'm Canadian. And you guys I'm should... also meeting it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should also check out Dishes and Dimes. It's a really fun show. It's so funny. Yeah. You guys are great. It's great. You guys are, you guys are much smarter than us. Yeah. We we lack (laughs) a lot of the basketball knowledge that, um, if you're looking for more of that, you know, you've got, you've got lots of great options, but there's like seven of us. So you'll find someone who knows what they're talking about for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You've got funny. On this show, show it's zero out of three. So (laughs) if you want a higher percentage, you know, check it out. It's a great fun <laughs> show. Just or just watch both of us simultaneously. Support both. Okay. Yeah, like exactly. have them both running at the same time. That's how you do it. <laughs> but no, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. This is amazing. It was our pleasure. I'm coming to LA, by the way. So get ready. Yay. Uh it looks like Agata has frozen, but um maybe Anastasia, do you want to do your plug and maybe she'll be back by the time you're done? Yes. <laughs> Even though I forgot what I said I was going to plug right before <laughs> Gabe and I were talking about it. And I... It was something about cheese. Oh, yes. Thank you. I I jokingly said to Gabe I was going to plug the Beatles. And so that's all I could think about was like, okay, there's Paul and George. Um <laughs> <laughs> What's the other names? <laughs> um, no, but I I want to plug um, this. I I one thing that's been kind of fun is when a friend has a birthday. I've been and you know I'm not seeing anyone, so I've just been like 
seeing what I can get delivered to them. That would be fun. And um, one of my favorite cheesemakers, um, Cowgirl Creamery in Marin County, California, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> they um, deliver their cheese. And I don't know how far they will deliver, but their cheese is so good. It's pretty expensive. So it's, you know... Um, not an everyday cheese, but I highly recommend their Mount Tam. Um, and they have little packages. Like I sent my friend Cameron one called Tam, Ham, and Jam. And Whoa. it's like their prosciutto and jam uh, package that's really, really um, tasty. So if anyone is interested, check out Cowgirl Creamery. They're a, a nice little ethical uh, cheesemaker. Do they to Canada? Oh, they might actually because <laughs> that I was really surprised how far they would ship. So, oh, I don't perfect. know if there's rules about cheese sending cheese to people outside <laughs> of the country, but um, sorry, check it I out. got booted. It's okay. <laughs> Do you want to plug something, Agata? Oh yes, um, I was recently in the market for some new towels. And I was like, I want to get something extremely luxurious. Um, I'm living a life of comfort these days. <laughs> All my clothes are stretchy and soft. Um, I, you know, take a lot of baths. I have a lot of candles. Um, <laughs> this is just the life I want right now. Loungewear life. I'm a little, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little baby and I need to be babied. <laughs> um, so I was like, what's like the nicest towel I could buy and I bought this bath sheet which if you're not familiar it's just like a gigantic towel and you can really just wrap yourself up like you are a little tiny baby um, <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely comfortable and soft highly recommend it check it out if you if you're living a life with normal sized towels you gotta upgrade <laughs> where'd you buy it from uh I bought I bought it on Amazon okay which, you know, I, I don't really want to plug Amazon, but... Cut that out, Gabe. <laughs> cut it. Yeah, Gabe, <laughs> cut it out. Uh, Gabe, do you have a plug? Um, last week, my plug was fuck Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> I have another thing I want to say fuck you to this week that's almost as bad as Ted Cruz. Um, my plug this week is fuck back pain. Oh, no! <laughs> Gabe! I got, I got a, a sore back in the middle of the week, and I was debilitated for two days and Aww. i was just like what who needs this who asked for this <laughs> it's fucked up of everything else are you kidding me yeah exactly exactly that's so upsetting i'm sorry I'm sorry gabe almost um, as bad as ted cruz I, there's um two things with funny names that i'll recommend that have helped me with back pain one is called a theracane it's like this big cane that you like just like jam it into your back and okay. the, the other is called um therapy balls they're like these like hard balls <laughs> <Gabe>. <laughs> do not laugh at therapy balls <laughs> but essentially you roll around on them and they also help stretch out you those back muscles <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't roll around on non therapy balls. That'll hurt. Yep. <laughs> I'll okay, I'll try them out. Okay. 
right. Well, um, thank you again to Nora for being here. This was so fun. And thanks to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. We love you. Love you. Bye. 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 For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.